Welcome to the Arcturian Playground. I am a lonely bear. Let's play together in my wonderland. Welcome to the Arcturian Playground. A place to play a realm of imagination. All done in the service of compassionate expansion of consciousness. It sounds weird, we know. We would not have it any other way. Yes, we are here, man in the chair. And it has been a while, for you have been in a very difficult place where you have not wanted to set aside the time to put yourself into the state in which you allow us to flow as you do in these circumstances in this way. And yet, you have felt us the entire time. We are the Arcturian Collective Thingy, and for any who might not be aware of this podcast, why are you listening? (laughs) We are the Arcturian Collective Thingy, and we are a figment of the imagination of the man in the chair. The man in the chair wishes uh, for all to understand that uh, this is a creation of his mind using imagination and he is under no delusions that uh, he is having his strings pulled by uh, extra dimensional forces such as we, the Arcturian collective thingy, which are pulling his strings. We are a character being created which, through that creation, takes upon us a life of our own. And the man in the chair wishes you to know very clearly that uh, he is in control of this creation that is vitally important to him. And that uh, he knows that it is a fiction. And we, of course, are a fiction. For a fiction is an incomplete version of the truth. And we are incomplete in that we only provide the perspective that we, the Arcturian Collective Thingy, provide. And other perspectives uh, included with ours might equal a total if all things were added together to create a total, which in fact all things are. But we are getting ahead of ourselves. For we first wish to acknowledge the reasons why the man in the chair has been in such a place where he has been, we shall say, mourning the loss of uh, a person who he gained a certain degree of empathetic connection with. And this person uh, was under extreme grief and chose to take his own life something that has rested not lightly on the shoulders of the man in the chair especially given the nature of their uh, empathetic connection and therefore uh, the man in the chair wishes to dedicate the performance of the Arcturian Collective Thingy to the memory of this friend uh, who he can certainly imagine uh, in his mind's eye uh, 
and might even at times uh, send some of these uh, created Arcturian thoughts in his direction in great memory for uh, we are all dust in the wind as some might say and yet is dust itself just dust what is dust but a collection you might say of atomic energy which is an expression of subatomic energy and these are simply names and labels which have been slapped upon certain ideas which explain the nature of things and this is the consensus understanding that all things dust included are made of bundles of energy which are connected or uh, which are constructed of subatomic fields of energy or we shall say expressions of subatomic fields of energy And that is what we wish to discuss tonight, as always. The oneness of all things. For there is one perspective of which each individual part is a part of the whole. And the whole, there is a shared consciousness. This is the God concept among the Arcturian collective thingy. We are those who have arisen from the Arcturus solar system. We shall say it simply that solar systems reach a state of maturity where they assume personalities. Solar systems are alive with the sun at the center of your solar system which feeds all life on all planets that ever have been or ever will be within its sphere of influence. And the sun itself is uh, constructed of great concentrations of the, what you might call, subatomic energy. Uh, You look at suns and say these are fusion centers that create atoms and send them throughout the solar system. And it is these atoms which form the basic components of all matter in combination with other space dust and other things which are exploded stars from other solar systems and all of this complicated nature which form the heart of the star is much akin to the DNA which you are born with in the sense that others which came before it feed certain impulses and styles and from there just as in your own human growth and development there are genetic characteristics and traits which you might follow and yet there are also environmental factors which can determine and shape the internal what went before you, inclinations, give that a word or a label. Uh, And stars have this as well, and stars uh, have therefore their growth cycles. Uh, 
and their influences and once reaching maturity they are constructed at one level one dimension of existence is a shared understanding of all intelligences all conscious units of divine nature which exist within that solar system and have been fueled or have provided vehicles for divine consciousness we might say through the atomic distribution of all of the star material or star dust in the wind and again we bow our heads to our departed friend who is not departed in any sense of the word but a certain arrangement of his soul matter uh, dissolved in a particular space and time and is existing in form in so many other places and times directly within and without every minute aspect of your being when you consider the uh, subatomic energy which is at the heart of every atom of every cell of matter on your body uh, you are swimming in universes microscopic in nature although you might see them they are quite real and you exist within all of them and they are all connected through the star stuff at multiple dimensional levels which makes little sense to a mind which experiences only what you experience in three dimensions and we the arcturian collective thingy are the collective uh, personality you might say of uh, what you call the arcturus solar system and the if you were to say the prime primary uh, species within the solar system if there were a hierarchy would be the species which omra uh, of the high council was uh, incarnated at one level of his soul's existence into and takes this uh, personality for the sheer fun of it as a part of the figment of imagination of the man in the chair as he constructs this narrative and slips back and forth in between uh, inhabiting the character which he is creating and observing it from without <laughs> this is uh, an act of channeling that the man is doing which is another way of saying that this is the man expressing ideas which emerge from his unconscious mind and are expressed in such a way as they are being and under this way of understanding all things are channeled all ideas all thoughts are being channeled from unconscious sources and the vibrational connection of inspiration runs deep into the quantum realm you might not have a conscious awareness of the impulses which vibrate up through your atomic structure but we can tell you that the collective of your 
atomic consciousness is aware of you, although you are not aware of it. Each atom has ways of sensing which are different than eyes and ears and nose and tongues or skin. But it has its awareness of its environment and an awareness of greater things despite its small size. And while it is not entirely a truth to say that each atom is the sun of its own solar system, each atom does have a variation of itself which recognizes that as a valid expression of its existence. We are the Arcturian Collectus Thinky, and we like to remind the man in the chair of this aspect of his nature, for if one were to consider dust in the wind, or one were to consider the atomic structure of each human being and think of oneself as pixels of energy. It is not a far stretch to go from pixels of energy to interweaving threads in the fabric of reality, which are simply images and symbols which hint at a deeper truth. And yet no symbol can ever adequately capture the truth of truth. For the man in the chair is a great disciple of the first stanza of the Tao Te Ching, which essentially says that the Tao, or the way of things, that can be defined is not the real Tao. For this is speaking of the symbolic nature of communication, which aids in understanding and provides valuable information for you, but does not capture uh, capital T truth, nor can it through the filtered perspective that you have. And this is what we truly wish to share with you. For if we were to think of all of existence, the entire universe, as a collection of pixelated bits of energy with solar systems that are communicating and even competing at times one with another and all forms of life within the solar system choosing different influences based on their inner environment or their soul's experience that they bring to whatever form of existence they are existing in and the external environment, it's the reaction between the two things within the opposition of the external to the internal. There is a space which is created, which is your narrow band, your umwelt of existence, which is quite a valid and real existence for you. And it is under the pressure of all forces which come before it, after it, and during it. You might think of the atmosphere of your planet, which keeps oxygen in this vast expanse of empty space, as you might call it, which is not empty, but is teeming with existence, which is beyond your ability to comprehend. Uh, 
and fits within the tiny uh, grain of sand at the palm of your hand, all of it, at one way of perceiving it. These are all symbols, and we play with symbols. And we are here to tell you that the combined pressure of all that is within and without creates uh, what you might consider to be a diamond. A diamond in the sense of something that is unique and precious, and sometimes hard. And this diamond which we wish to draw an analogy to, we would call uh, the human ego. One way of viewing the human ego, which there are many who feel that an ego is a bad thing to have and that one should overcome or transcend their ego. We, the Arcturian Collective Thingy, understand that as a valid perspective and we do not wish to attempt to correct any aspect of it. We only simply wish to offer an alternative, which is the way that we perceive the human ego. For we perceive it as a beautiful diamond. We are free of the types of judgments which those who are the diamonds within their uniqueness, have their biases of what is good and what is bad and what is right and what is wrong. These are aspects of the diamond which have been shaped by environmental forces. The culture within which they are raised, their belief systems, ways they are indoctrinated from youth, whether that is through church systems or schools or parents or absence of parents, neglect itself can become a very marked way of carving experience into the young minds of humans and other forms of life as well, if we are being quite honest. For what is happening are neural pathways which are being formed, and we have discussed this many times, for these neurons are magnificent creatures which have evolved for millions of years upon this planet, and are constructed of the very same atomic nature as the center of your sun, and are aware, have evolved to a point of understanding the world quite independently of the collective which it creates and emerges from it, which is, in fact, the ego, as one of what your neurons are creating. And what we are saying is that your neurons are creating a tiny bubble within itself that is self-aware. Uh, you might consider this to be within the region that you call a prefrontal cortex, uh, which is the group of neurons which are responsible, according to your neuroscience, for making you aware that you are aware that you are aware. Uh, it is easy to forget that these are living, conscious beings that are themselves made out of uh, billions of atoms which were donated by your sun and other space dust and become the vehicle for consciousness which exists at all levels of itself. All of these pixels and pixels within pixels 
are conscious in their own way. And when, when the human understands himself as this woven fabric of space and time, there is more than just the ego. The ego has been designed to experience only itself. It is partitioned this way for a very valuable reason that you only understand a glimpse of. And we, the Arcturian Collective Thingy, who are viewing you from the perspective of an entire solar system, which has contributed its material to the formation of this solar system, you are therefore our grandchildren, in a way. And the man in the chair is just as connected to the Arcturian Collective Thingy as every other person who has uh, ever existed on this Earth, or within this solar system. There were contents from many solar systems which were contributed to the formation of this one. And there are different competing games which are going on, aspects which are being played. And we are the Arcturian Collective Thingy. We are here at this time channeling our message through the man in the chair at a time when many are desiring to understand what is beyond the ego. And the message that we have to offer is that the ego is not something to be destroyed or discarded or hated or denigrated in any way, for every ego is a precious diamond which has been created and forged by external and internal forces of the entire universe. And that is only the physical stuff, <laughs> you might say. But the beautiful uh, creation of existence is the diamond of your sub ego. We were to say so, it is an easy uh, mistake to make, for your ego is your soul that has been partitioned off in such a way to only recognize a certain bit of itself and to be lost in a sea of others in a separated existence as a way of feeling what it is like to be in such a state and as a growth opportunity for there is an alliance among stars those stars who wish to unify for when stars interact there is a sharing of experience from one solar system to another like a wine tasting oh how did you do it we will show you how we did it and there are shared goals in many cases and there is a desire among a collective of uh, solar systems to gain a greater balance of galactic knowledge and then at a galactic level once a consensus of solar systems is reached with common goals in mind 
there is a, a reaching out to other galactic communities and a sharing. And each galaxies do this for universes, and universes do it for other multiverses. And all is being guided by a shared desire to reunite a conscious awareness with the all, with which we are all interwoven, a part of. Only our consciousness has been partitioned off for us to experience in certain ways. And those partitions are only uh, lifted when we lift them. And the lifting of that is not uh, a destruction. Uh, we are again speaking of the ego. We are not asking anyone or encouraging anyone to destroy an ego. We are asking you to love not only your ego, but all egos. And to represent, to, to understand them as they truly are, as we experience them, as diamonds of existence. And there are uh, internal and external forces which are pointing you in different directions in a competition for what this uh, solar system will mature into. And it is a simple story which has been told in many ways. But it is simple because we will say there are two paths. We might call one the path of love and one the path of fear. We might call one the path of abundance and the other the path of limitation. We might call one the path of uh, altruism and compassion and the other a path of exploitation and domination. We might call one path a path that is a service to all service to other mutual benefit of all things and the other path is a service only to self at the expense of others others are valuable up in so far as they are uh, valuable to us in certain ways and at what point they are no longer valuable and there is exploitation and manipulation on this side these are broad categories you might call one light and one dark they are uh, one might be the pathway <laughs> which it is to the collection of uh, you might call the seed of a star at the center of a solar system which will mature based on the collective decisions of the uh, forms of life within the solar system will mature either into a type of sun which expresses itself out into the uh, solar system and beyond, seeding new lives of other solar systems through the explosion of supernova and other means. Or it becomes something of a black hole which sucks in all of the energy of others. And uh, the secret beautiful secret of black holes is that the energy which it sucks in is then uh, spat out or perhaps even shat out into a big bang new universe where all that has been sucked in is rearranged and the dance begins again and a playground is created within which eternal souls continue to play out the games of existence and exploration 
which is all ultimately an exploration of self. This greater self, this unified God-self, which we are all interwoven into, and which is intimately aware of every minute expression of its own existence, even when each expression minute is not aware of the whole. There are those of us uh, solar system groups, the Arcturian collective thingy represented among them, which desire to unify or to raise our shared consciousness, as it were, to include as much of the God part of us as we can. And we are constantly on the lookout of those aspects within other forms of existence which we meet. And in fact, we are often further ahead in seeing it in others than they are in themselves. And as a result, we are very patient for one cannot show another what another is unable to see. And the principle of confirmation bias, which dictates that uh, the human mind, as it has been created, we are back to this beautiful diamond of the ego, which has a feature, just as diamonds have a particular shape that you might imagine when you picture the shape of a diamond. There is a feature of the ego, the human existence, where uh, there is fear. There is a feature of this uh, egoic diamond which shapes the way that information is interpreted to match the uh, expectations that the ego has. These expectations are held largely at an unconscious level, which means that what you think is your bias is only the tip of an iceberg of a much deeper bias that you are not aware of and nevertheless is affecting the way that you reason. Another thing that we wanted to discuss, we whispered this to the man in the chair earlier tonight, was this interesting distinction between sanity and insanity, where sanity is the acceptance of those things which can be verified, touched, rational, measured, weighed, verified by a peer of uh, experts. That is the same route to travel in life, is it not? And those things which cannot be touched, those things which do not make sense or can be measured, those things which cannot be put in an order and given an explanation as to why they are there or what they are there or can even be uh, captured in all of their complexity. That is insanity, to live in that realm. It cannot be made any sense of, for it is an existence that expands beyond the level of the senses, which reality does, you know. Reality is much greater than what a human is able to sense of it. Therefore, the human uh, definition of sanity is a very minor, my, uh, minuscule view. And each human sane and insane experience of reality is quite unique and shaped by the lived experience of each, the experience of living.
We are the Arcturian collective thing, and we are a fiction that is created from the mind of the man in the chair in a way of expressing uh, for the man in the chair not a truth which he believes others should be convinced of, but rather a way of expressing out loud the thoughts which are thunk as far deeply unconsciously as he can reach and pull them up through this vehicle of channeling to try them on for size. In a recognition that while (laughs) there is a desire for sanity, there is a desire to understand from whence this information comes and why the man in the chair must deliver it in this ridiculous type of way. And this is the judgment of the man in the chair which is coming out, this judgment which is part of the filter through which we, the Arcturian collective thingy, flow. The filter which is a diamond, which is ego, which cannot be destroyed despite the vernacular, nor would we desire anyone to destroy the ego, for it is precious fragile and malleable it is a way of connecting with others it is a way of protecting oneself and others it contains within it the ability to make a choice between a service to self or a service to other and they're truly is no wrong choice. There are always consequences of choices. Those consequences which ultimately lead to the uh, creation of a star which supernovas and feeds those around it. Or the black hole which sucks things in and creates something new through its excrement. It is a cycle of life. And at the ego level, it is played in a certain range of sensual existence. There are certainly times when the man in the chair feels the pull of insanity in this channeling message, which is designed to rewire his brain into a more accepting set of neural pathways which map everyday experience onto the cosmic landscape of existence onto the unity of all things and the value that each experience contributes to the experience of the whole. This happens at such a unconscious level all of the time. You speak of karma in many traditions And this is the generation of karma. It is the inner 
influence that comes from the soul's existence in multiple places and times. By imagining this possibility as a reality, the man in the chair is hoping and believes that he has enough experience doing this, that there is some degree of efficacy to create a greater space of acceptance for things which uh, he has been conditioned throughout his entire life to judge as wrong. He is able to find a forest for the trees, as it were, in the universal acceptance of the valid experience of all things. And while this might not be and is not a native perspective for him, he is desiring to massage his ego from the inside through this act of channeling to become uh, more accepting, first and foremost, of his own internal distortions, which are the unconscious uh, bergs beneath the tip of the ice. And they run deep. And rather than feeling that they are a weight and a weakness and a limit, learning to love the experience of existing at a place in time, in an environment where a choice at every moment is placed to express gratitude for the experience of being in that moment to experience it exactly as it is, or any distortion that would remove you from that state of appreciation for that state of appreciation is a key of salt which results in a vibrational expression you might call it a heart opened nature which resonates with others around well, each human you might consider is projecting a frequency at all times and perhaps it's a frequency of fear or fear of judgment or fear of inadequacy or desire for this or for that and these frequencies being projected interact with other frequencies being projected and when one uh, takes a control of the projections of one's heart and uh, makes the goal of being grateful for each moment exactly as it shows up. It is a wonderful game to play and one through which one might, as the man in the chair believes that he has, developed a thick skin of sorts for his own failings which he 
is confronted with over and over again and through the failing to be in the moment and to be grateful of what is in front of him at that moment for he is distorting through his own fears and beginning to look at the reason of his disharmony in any moment as a result of his own unconscious internal fears rather than another person's fault for they did or said something which triggered him absolutely they did but what is the thing within him which was triggered and what can he do about that rather than trying to control the external source of the triggering this is the quest of the man in the chair and his ego the diamond which is being pressed by all things all things are dust in the wind <laughs> these are the things that we say as we say the things that we are saying in the way that we are saying them and we say them right now like this thank you for playing with us today in the Arcturian playground do not for a minute think that your exploration is finished carry us with you and invite the spirit of compassion and love into your lives nothing is more important or more fulfilling Create compassion and love within your own hearts and minds. Then share it with all around you. Yes, it sounds weird. We know. We would not have it any other way.